With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little whiskey. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on? Welcome to the Let's Ride Live. And a, yeah, Steeler fan on here. Uh, this is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. This is my live Let's Ride. First time ever doing this, using this Locker Room app. And I'm excited to finally get some Steeler fans involved and get in here and maybe get some discussion going. So if you have any questions, obviously let them, let them go. We wanted to talk about <clears throat> team needs today. What's the, what are the team needs, the glaring team needs heading into this off season. So I think at the top of the list, most people would think that it's quarterback, but I don't think it is quarterback. I actually think the team needs, it goes on to, and, and, and Rose, you can go through the chat or on stage, whichever you want. If you want to request to speak, to speak, you can. Absolutely. What's All up? Right. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Sounds great. How's your day? I can't complain. What do you think the top Steelers team need? Um, well, group-wise, offensive line for sure. Now, what, what, what about more specific? Right. Um, I'm, I'm having a little trouble depending on offensive tackle and center because if you think about it, J.C. Hassenauer. Hassenauer, right. Uh, that's not a very viable center. But then again, the difference between the value of a tackle and the center, I, I think that's, that makes it more conflicting. So if I had to choose, I think left tackle would be the biggest need. Okay. What about after that? Well, oh, right. Um, I wouldn't say cornerback. Although I, I do think cornerback is a little underrated. But the next would be, I mean, yeah, center, I guess. Or running so, back. Well, let me ask you this. When you think about team needs, and this is the way I always do it, I always look at team needs is not just through the draft. It's, it's really, it could be free agency. It could be through the draft. Do you prefer the Steelers to just focus on the draft, or do you want them to actually entertain bringing in some free agents? I know they're not going to have a lot of money, but still, yeah, I was like, say. <laughs> how, how do you? How would you rather them approach it? Well, I mean, the offensive line, I'd rather. I don't know. I saw the Forty ers not the maybe the Forty ers They released their center. Yeah. There, there's also a another center that was released by the Texans. So maybe you could get some value there again. Again, the money is tight, so I would rather see some of the lesser valued positions get the free agents, and then the high impact ones, maybe like tackle, since this is 
a deep class. I, I'd like to see that in the draft. Absolutely. I agree. I think they'll be able to free up some money, whether that's with, you know, someone like Joe Hayden, um, maybe they, I, I, he could be a cap casualty in my opinion. Um, but also you think about reworking possibly Derek Watts deal. Um, I think Stefan Tuit could possibly be another one that is uh, reworking his deal. And then again, we have no idea what the salary cap is going to be. Yeah. It could be anywhere between, well, we know it's not going to be less than 180, but yeah. there's some people saying it's not going to be over 185, in which case the Steelers are going to be up against it. You assume Ben Roethlisberger's back, but how? where do you put quarterback in the team needs entering this offseason? I think in the middle of the pack, just because if the, if the, Steelers, the Steelers get into a position to where they need his successor, I don't think they're going to be bad enough to get a good quarterback. So they would need to trade up in a future draft. And I don't think this year is necessary because if I'm looking at it from the Steelers' perspective, they want to win now because that's obviously why you're bringing Big Ben back. So I, I, I just don't think it's as big of a need as other positions. I don't know. There's some quarterbacks that if they were to fall around, let's say, the double digits, like 10, 11, 12, I would be okay with the Steelers making a move. But it all depends on me and the wild card here, and it's always been this way is since they've made this transaction early in the offseason was Dwayne Haskins. And how do you view him? Do you view him as just, hey, we're giving this guy one last shot? Or do you view him as, wow, with Matt Canada, that offensive coordinator, he could be maybe a potential answer for this team? Yeah, well, uh, I wanted to touch up on your – just before I answer that. Uh, sure. I think the only quarterback I would be fine with trading up for, like the limit is the top four. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence isn't coming. That'd be great. Right. But- yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Unless he pulls an Eli or something. But I think Trey Lance is the only one. I don't think Mac Jones is just has that type of potential. I think it, his max is top 11, 10, something like that. I wouldn't – like, would you trade up for Mac Jones if he no. fell? Yeah, no. exactly. I don't even know if I would take him at 24 if he was available. Exactly. And um, I do think – yeah, I, I think Trey Lance might be the best shot if we were to trade up and then – the Dwayne Haskins question, that's crazy. I did do something with Haskins, but I do think – I think his potential is like a 20-80, with the 80 being him starting for us. I think there's a lot of intangibles that have – like when you're working with intangibles, that's just a little unclear. So yeah. Mason, do I think he – I think – I don't know if the Steelers regard him that high, especially after his game. I think they hold him higher now, but – they seem to like Mason. I mean, he's all right, but he's definitely – he'd be more of a bridge quarterback. He's also – when is his contract up next year? It's actually the same as Roethlisberger. So his this is his last year. 2021 will be the last year of his rookie contract. And he was a third round, so he doesn't have a fifth-year no, no fifth option. option. Exactly. Yep. So um, Haskins, I mean, it'd be great, but I think there's just so much against him being this – I don't know, starter. I think he'd be a great backup. But, again, he's on a one-year contract. I don't know how much time he's going to get. I mean, Ben's durability might favor him starting at some point. But, I don't know, I don't I don't want to invest so much just to be disappointed, again, by Dwayne Haskins. Well, in my opinion, when before Marquise Pouncey retired, I think, I, that the, I think the Steelers had a – or at least had the ability to – Think about being aggressive and going after a quarterback in the draft. But since he retired, I think that changes everything. I think that it changes their team needs list. They might have had quarterback pretty high. I think that bumps it down. I think that even running back seems to be like – everyone talks about the, the running backs that could be available to the Steelers, whether it's Najee Harris, Harris or, or and Travis. I think it's Etienne, but – Regardless of who's of the, who's there, I just don't see the Steelers taking a running back in the first because they need yeah. to shore up so many different positions on the offensive line. Like you mentioned, center is now a, a huge need. I think they need to go through free agency, and they also need to go through the draft and and possibly bring back J.C. Hassenauer, who's a restricted free agent. So that would be three new players, technically. I mean, Hassenauer has some experience, but bringing in that, – that's, that's how bad the center position is. But like you mentioned earlier, too, tackle – you assume Zach Banner is going to be back. Chooks Okorafor will be back. And that's it. Gerald Hawkins is a free agent. Alejandro Villanueva is probably not going to be back in some way, shape, or form. 
it, it, the offensive line has to be, in my opinion, you hit the nail on the head when I asked you the very start was, you know, where do you put your team needs? And you said offensive line. I think that's exactly where it is. But where do you think running back falls on the list? Um, I think the last running back they took in the first round was Rashard Mendenhall, right? In the first round, yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know if, how you would satis- – if you were satisfied with his career other than the Super Bowl moment. But, I mean, he was all right until his – contract ended as with most running backs but I mean Najee Harris is like an attractive option but it feels as if he'd be better on him like again offensive line and then running back that's how my philosophy is so you can't really run Najee Harris can't really be his full potential which is what you're drafting him for without a serviceable tackle I mean he's going to be set the edge everyone's going to set the edge on him and he can't run up the middle so I mean I don't know. I I think it, if you could get someone in the third round, I don't know how far Javante Williams or the other North Carolina running back falls. Um, Trey Sermon would be great, great mid-round value, but I just don't hold it as much. I mean, the NFL is shifting too, so I just don't hold it as high as offensive line. I also don't think um, – for me, I, I just don't think when you've seen, whether it's Le'Veon Bell, James Conner still was productive at times when he was healthy – the Steelers have found value just like they have in wide receiver in drafting players outside of the first round. And so, and then you look around the league, even with whether it's, you know, a guy like Alvin Kamara, um, I could go on and on about players running backs in particular that were drafted in the second, third rounds and became starters and superstars. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they value these running backs and how they value the position, especially when they drafted Anthony McFarlane last year. They have Benny Snell still on the roster, Jalen Samuels, who has a connection with Matt Canada. He'll be on the roster as well, but that'll be interesting. What about defense? What do you think the top defensive need is? That's interesting. I did see, um, oh my goodness, what was the guy's name? He was a linebacker out of a something, I don't know, but I did see a mock where, we take a linebacker, a coverage one. I, I completely forgot his name, but um, something Collins. I, I don't remember, but um, middle linebacker out maybe. Of, out of Tulsa? Yeah, Xavier Collins. I think yeah. that's his name. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. He's, he seems pretty good for coverage. Um, Devin Bush, I'm great with him. Vince Williams, I think that might be a cab casualty. If he does get cut, I think then middle linebacker shoots up quite a bit. Now, I think a lot is dependent on free agent. If we don't get Hilton or Sutton back, then cornerback is definitely up there. And maybe, I mean, let's say we're in an apocalypse and situation and Hayden, Hilton, and Sutton don't get back. Would you take a cornerback in the first round like uh, the guy out of, I don't know, Virginia Tech? Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been mocked pretty high. Um, I can't think of his name, but if, you th- if you're talking about Hayden's gone, and they lose Hilton and Sutton, then if they lose Hayden and they are able to restructure Roethlisberger's deal, I think they would free up enough space that they could probably go after someone like William Jackson III. Uh, yeah. And, and he's – I liked him coming out of the draft. He was out of Houston, I believe. They The Bengals took him right before Pittsburgh, and obviously we know Pittsburgh took Artie Burns, and that was a disaster. Yeah. That was a pure disaster, but still – I would look for them to go veteran free agent because let's on, and this is something a lot of Steeler fans are not remembering. They're looking at the Steelers cap situation. They're considering it salary cap hell. But the one thing that they're forgetting is that there are a lot of other teams that are going to be in the same situation and they're going to have to cut ties with veteran players that have large contracts. And so there are going to be a lot of veterans that are going to be on the open market that are just looking for like a one or two year deal because they know the salary cap's going to re- rebound. They know that as we get more fans back in the seats and the TV deals get done and all that, I just yep. think the Steelers might be able to get some a really good veteran at a position like cornerback. Maybe they want to add depth at safety. Inside linebacker is a possibility. Um, and then e- maybe even if they lose Tyson Alawalu, they could get someone that plays a nose tackle slash defensive end position not J.J. Watt, but someone um, yeah. that, that has that position flexibility. That's what I would do personally because if you're losing Hayden, that saves him, I think, almost $9 million on the cap. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. You know, Vince Williams is another one that could be a cap casualty. 
And if they lose him, do they try to bring back Avery Williamson? I think they're basically one and the same in terms of the style of player they are. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. The defense, if they lose Hilton and Sutton, that could be tough. That could be yeah. a really big blow. And I think they have to keep one. If you had to pick one, who are you keeping? Um, oh, yikes. I, well, let's see here. Hilton is definitely underrated. I mean, he was the best defender, like, in the Colts game and a bunch of other games. He was literally the best defender. And he's only, what, a, the third cornerback? So I think his uh, – I'm, I'm looking at the age right now. But Sutton, I feel like, gives you more flexibility long-term. He's a year younger. So, well, actually, no, he just turned 26 today. Wow. Um, wow. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I think Hilton would be the bigger priority for the team. I know how much Tomlin likes him. Um, I think he caught his eye in uh, Ole Miss. And uh, I don't know. I like Sutton more for the future, but I think in the window now, I'd take Hilton for sure. Yeah. It's it's tough. I, I ask I ask myself when I'm trying to think about this answer is who has more value outside of Pittsburgh? And I think that's Sutton because I think Sutton can play inside, he can play outside, he can play dime, he can play nickel, he can be your starting outside cornerback if your team needed it. But at the right. same time, I think that what Mike Hilton does, how unique is that to Pittsburgh? How you, unique is that to Keith Butler's system? And how he knows what he has in that regard. And he says, we're going to send him. We're going to blitz him. And how many other teams are going to be able to run something like that? I just don't know. And so, and you also have to look at the fact that the cornerback, the slot cornerback market, which everyone thought was going to explode last year, really didn't. It really didn't. It kind of plateaued. I don't know what Hilton's going to get on the open market. I, I, I would love for the Steelers to try to lock both of them up before they can even test the free agent waters. But we know that's not going to happen. They're going to want to get the most out of their free agency, which both of them have never reached free agency. So, um, yeah. So, well, hey, we got some people waiting. I appreciate you uh, stopping in, man, and I hope you stick around. Sounds great. All right. Let's see if we can get some more people here. I know we got someone that has been trying to get on. He finally got on. There he is. Billy Joe, right? Yes, sir. What's up, man? I'm glad you finally got on. I have my Twitter up. I'm like, oh, dude, he can't even get in. He's trying to get in. What's up? How's it going? Good, good. How are you? I can't complain. What we're talking about are Steeler team needs. What position is the top for you? I definitely got to go O-line. Well, what position on the O-line would be the top? I would have to say center right now with Marquise gone. Yeah, I agree with that. What about uh, where do you go after center? Like in terms of not on the O-line, but is there another offense? Do you stick with the offensive line for your team needs? Or do you then think, well, they need to go get uh, a quarterback, a running back, or something else? Uh, probably running back after uh, center. Okay. Try now to, what about – Try to get the go, run game going. What about free agency? How much do you think you would like them to address these in free agency? Or are you thinking just more through the NFL draft? Yeah, I'm thinking more through the NFL draft, just knowing the Pittsburgh Steelers and the money and free agency is probably not going to be a, an option. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, so what about quarterbacks, man? What do you think about the quarterback position? You want them to go out and get somebody? You think they're just going to be – they're going to stick with Ben, Mason, and Haskins? Or, or how do you see that playing out? Yeah, I've been listening to to the shows you guys uh, – through everybody with and I'm trying to get a good idea and I think they're just going to stick with you know Ben keep Mason see how they go with you know I kind of like Joshua Dobbs I like see if we could sign him get him back and maybe get him with Big Ben kind of doing some Matt Canada things and see how that goes what are your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins? Because I've always said it, and if you listen to my podcast, you know that that's, that he's a wild card for me. He could yeah. be. I mean, he's he's a good football player. People forget this. I know he looked didn't look good in Washington. He was someone that everyone they questioned his 
off the field uh, dedication. They question his knowledge and willingness to learn the playbook. But my goodness, you can't tell me that that guy doesn't have skill. He has pedigree coming from Ohio State. And when you watch Matt Canada's offenses, boy, does he scream Matt Canada-style quarterback. If you go want to look at a good comparison, in my opinion, go back to NC State. When Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator there, his quarterback was Jacoby Brissett, and he had Jalen Samuels as like the H-back. They had a phenomenal offense, a lot of fun to watch. What do you think about Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, um, I think he's going to – I think he might do good in Pittsburgh. I hope so. Um, I think, you know, he – if he's going to make it anywhere, it should be Pittsburgh. And with Matt Canada's offense, like you said, in your show, it definitely suits him well. So, you know, kind of time will tell, I guess. We shall see. What about defense? I was asking or talking to Rose before you came on. If you had to keep Hilton or Sutton, who are you keeping and why? Um, These are tough questions. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, I would have to say Sutton, I guess, just because, just like everyone says, you know, he can just – he can play every position. You know, the guy is just so talented. He is talented, but he does have his limitations. You know, I mean, as a cornerback – he, I think he's better suited for outside than he is in the slot. For instance, Mike Hilton is a much more physical player, a much more physical defender. He, We know he blitzes well, but he also plays the line of scrimmage extremely well. I mean, he is not a player that is, you know, going to shy away from contact, we'll put it that way. Sutton's not that type of guy. He's more of a let him play in space. Uh, but at the same time, they both have an extreme amount of value. What do you think, what are the chances of the Steelers bringing them both back? I would love to see them both come back. Um, you know, like, like you said, you know, Hilton in one of your podcasts before, you know, to go to another team, he he's kind of rare. Like, he fits the Steelers well on what he does. So, you know, maybe they'll bring, you know, Hilton back and let Sutton go. But I would love to see both of them back. It would be a lot of – it would be great. Now, let me ask you a question that's kind of off the wall here. I, I love to get people's perspectives on – the Steelers in general, but Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert. Now, Kevin Colbert is going to be uh, – his contract runs through the end of this NFL draft coming up, and Mike Tomlin is slated to – I think his contract ends at the end of 2021. Do you see both of those guys sticking around after their current contracts expire? So, again, Colbert's expires at the end of this draft. Um, I, I see them sticking around. Both of them? I see both, yeah, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Cobalt. All right. What are you, uh, do you have any questions for me at all about the Steelers? Um, no, that's uh, it. I'm just – I'm kind of new to all this. Uh, <laughs> so I'm my excited man. about getting <laughs> on here. I'm kind of nervous. Um, no, but, hey, th- this is my first time doing it too. I literally sat here in the room for about, I don't know, 10 minutes by myself and no one was here yet and then – Finally, some people started showing up. I was just excited to talk to somebody about the Steelers. So I'm glad that you and, and Rose came in. And um, if you guys have any questions, uh, let me know. Um, you can just request to speak, and I will obviously answer any questions that you guys have. And I want to remind you all, since you're here, that follow us on our podcast platform. It's not just my pal platform, but Behind the Steel Curtain. So go to anywhere where you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you'll find it subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. And then we're all a part of SB Nation, which is a part of or BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which is your Steelers website. So if you don't, if you like reading a lot of articles, film rooms, features, commentaries, thing like that, things like that, then obviously make sure you follow us there. So uh, does anyone have any questions before we call it our first time? I mean, I'm going to be doing these, I think, every Tuesday night. So every Tuesday night is when I'm going to be doing these uh, Let's Ride Live. I might do them more if they're a little bit more popular. I'm hoping to get some more people here in the coming days. But if no one has any questions for me about the Steelers, all right, here we go. What's up, Rose? What's your question? All right, just to get a little fun, let's say you had to put a percentage on J.J. Watt coming. What would that percentage be? (laughs) Oh, goodness. So money is not as money an option here, or are we just ignoring that and just having some fun? Oh no, let's keep it real. Let's let's try to keep it okay. real. Okay. All right. So the percentage of I would say twenty percent. 
if yeah, I'm putting a number on it. Because I think the only way he comes is if it's because he wants to play with his brothers. That's it. That's true. If he, if he was looking for money, he's going to get more elsewhere. If he's looking for a chance to contend, it makes me sick to my stomach to say this, but there's other teams with more space that he could go to and have a better chance, in my opinion. And I, it pains me to say that, but that's just I think that's just truth, if I'm being real with you. What do you think? What's your percentage? Well, as long as he doesn't go to that other team, and you know the one I'm talking about, I'm completely fine. So, Well, the other team could be a lot. I hate a lot of NFL teams. I'm not sure which oh, one you're okay. talking about. <laughs> it rhymes with clown. But you know. oh. Oh, so you, did you hear the report about him buying a house in Cleveland? Is that why? Oh, was that by the one of the Cleveland beat writers? I don't know. I'm not Is sure. Maybe something. Oh, Mary Kay, uh, yeah, so that was probably her. I didn't, I didn't write about it or anything, but he's he's someone that also you throw in like the Packers with the Wisconsin connection and Green Bay's yep. going to be a contender for sure. Um, some people are saying Tampa Bay could make a run at him because That'd they're going to have some cap space. My gosh, they don't need him down there too. Um, so that's that. Yeah, you have any other questions? Well, I mean, the Bears too. I mean, I don't know how the Bears would work. His wife does play for the Chicago that's team. That's right. Well, if, if Chicago is going to get Russell Wilson and pay him a hundred oh, million dollars a year, then I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> I mean, oh, I did have it, to continue the percentage game, I guess. Um, what about Juju coming back? Oh, Juju coming back. I would put that one at about 40%. And still, I'm not confident. I'm not confident he's going to be back. I'm not confident that the Steelers are necessarily going to really push to get him back because I think that, in my opinion – Juju's great, and he. But what he turned into was, in my opinion, he looked like Heinz Ward at the end of his career. You know, <laughs> he was literally just running three yard dig routes. He was doing the the ins. Yeah, he was. There was nothing deep. There was never stretching the field. They were having uh, all the other players do that, and I get it. But at the same time, when Juju Smith Schuster was on the Steelers with Antonio Brown, well, my gosh, he was getting some really big yeah. plays. He had a couple ninety seven yard receptions. And so when I was thinking, I was like, man, he really looks like Heinz Ward at the very end of his career when he couldn't run as much. and He was just kind of like the possession receiver. How much do you want to pay for a possession receiver? And how much of that, though, was the Randy Feetner offense, which we'll never know that until we see. So I don't know. Good question, though. What percentage do you put on it? Um, I do think – I don't know the Chargers cap space, but I'm willing to bet it's a little bit more than ours for sure. So. Either the Chargers, the Jets, maybe the Jaguars. Um, yeah, I, mean, I never thought seems, about the Jags. He seems pretty dedicated to being on the Steelers, but the Steelers may just not want him that much. So, I mean, I just want to know, like, is him – I mean, he ran a bunch more intermediate crosses. We saw it with the Colts game. Caught an amazing pass. But, like, how much is this – again, Feekner, disgusting. But, again, like – Ben Roethlisberger, what do you think the the correlation is between the play of each other? I, I think it's kind of like the perfect storm. You have Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he might have been a little banged up last year, too. If you remember, he was on the injury report a lot for like a knee yeah. um, and things like that. So maybe, yeah. yep. so that maybe that hindered him a little bit. The Feetner offense didn't help at all either. Um, it was definitely a situation where um, – yeah, with Feetner, you're like, my gosh, I mean, let's get some creativity here. I, well, uh, here's an example. When was the last time we remember the Steelers ever running a trick play? Uh, well, the Wildcat was horrendous. Well, yeah, you called, I, I have to go, and it, was, it wasn't even Feetner's call. The last trick play that I can remember was in Denver when Chris Boswell threw a touchdown to Big Alejandro Villanueva. And true. that was a special teams play. That wasn't even Feetner. <laughs> So, <laughs> do, do flea flickers count? I think we had yeah. flea flicker. That was okay. against the Jaguars, right? Yeah. All right, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know not this, counts. not this year. They didn't run one this year, I don't think. I I, I might be mistaken, but I mean, again, okay. that's not the point. It means they're, they're, they yeah. didn't run trick plays. Yeah, there, there was no creativity at all. They became very predictable. And the question that that I want to know that we'll never know is how much of it was Ben was unwilling to do stuff. And how much was it Feetner never wanted to change? So, you know, Roethlisberger, he doesn't go under center enough, in my opinion, because play action would be beneficial to any team. He doesn't like turning his back to the defense. Is that Roethlisberger or is that Feetner? Is it Roethlisberger telling Feetner he's not willing to? These are all questions for me 
that I'm like, I'd love to know what the answer is, but we will never know that answer. <laughs> uh, well, the the flea flicker was with Rudolph, so. Oh, so yeah. Rudolph, so was that in, in 2019? I, uh, it would have I'm to trying be. To, I'm trying to look. The highlight is not loading, but yeah, that was, oh, let me turn that down. Yeah, that was Mason Rudolph era. Okay. Well, so it's been a while. We'll put it that yeah. way. <laughs> well, coming coming from when you had Wizenhunt, and even when you had uh, Bruce Arians, and even when you had Mike Malarkey, the creativity on offense was always there. You almost were expecting the reverse. You were expecting the reverse pass with Antoine Randall L. Or, heck, I remember one time, it was a Monday Night Football game, uh, Jerome Bettis threw a touchdown pass against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. You, you, just, you just didn't. What's that? Sorry, was that me? No, I, I don't know what happened. Oh, that's probably <laughs> on my part. My bad. No, it's okay. So, I mean, it, Bettis threw a touchdown, I remember, on Monday Night Football. And so you, you just had – it was such a bland offense. It was super predictable, and that's what they got to get away from. So um, any other questions, Rose? No, I think I'm done with the percentage game. It was fun. Yeah, man, thanks. Appreciate it. Yep. Okay, if anyone that's in here listening wants to ask a question, just request to speak, and I will gladly bring you up. And you can ask any question you want about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can let me know what your team needs list are. I did see that Franklin James a couple minutes ago, he left the room, but he said wide receiver, cornerback, and running back. Yikes, I don't know if I would agree with all those necessarily in that order, but at the same time, I can see the, the value in wide receiver, especially if they lose Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, cornerback, especially if Joe Hayden becomes a cap casualty, or if you lose Sutton or Mike Hilton. Running back, for sure, I think is a need. And maybe Franklin didn't put those in order. Uh, that was just maybe his three. So we have some uh, new people joining the room. If you want to talk, if you want to ask a question, just request to speak. I'd gladly put you on. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to be on here for a few more minutes, and then we'll call it a show. I want to let everyone know that I'll be back on Tuesday evenings, probably around 7 p.m. Eastern time, and I'm going to be recording a live mailbag for my podcast, which runs on Wednesday morning. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you kind of set your alarm, set your reminders that every Tuesday uh, at 7 p.m., if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's the same exact tag as it is here on the Locker Room app. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I have a podcast that runs every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride. And you can enjoy that every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 a.m. So it's kind of like at the bar, last call. Anyone have any more questions? If it, it really anything goes when it comes to the Steelers, if you have questions, go ahead and request to speak. If not, maybe I'll see Hopefully I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Oh, here we go. Rose has another question. What's up, Rose? All right, one more percentage. All right, yeah, go for it. Najee Harris. Uh, Najee Harris. I'm going to say uh, we'll go 55%. Ooh, I like that. I'm not, I like I'm, not even, I'm not even sure if he's going to be available. That he's is. a guy that I think that someone could take early, and you're thinking, wow, I can't believe that happened. I think there's always those situations where you have a player or two that goes really early that you never expected. Like, for instance, Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft, he had um, oh, the quarterback from Alabama. We were just talking <laughs> about him earlier. My gosh, Mac Jones. He Mac had to go to yeah. the Panthers, I think, eighth overall or something like that. Yeah, if Mac wild. Jones goes to the Panthers at number eight, it's going to throw everything else off. And because no one is projecting that to happen other than Mel Kuyper because he's insane. So, um, so I'll say Najee Harris, 55%. I just don't think the Steelers take a, a running back in round one. But thanks for the question. That was a good one. Well, I, I was I was going to add up a little more on your insane mock drafts. Did you see that one where uh, Justin Fields somehow dropped to us? That was NFL.com. I did see that. Yeah. Because people, <laughs> people throw this stuff to me on Twitter, and I'm like – That's hilarious. I, I mean, could it happen? I think if there's a quarterback that's going to drop, it's either Fields or Lance because Fields, people are wary of the Ohio State quarterback in the National Football League. And then you have Trey Lance just because he's so raw. He's so inexperienced. He didn't even get to play anything more than one game last year. He should not go to a team that he's going to start right away. And that's why I thought Pittsburgh would be a perfect spot for him. He'd get to sit in 2021, learn from Roethlisberger, take whatever he can from him, glean whatever he can from him, and then 
2022 would be his chance to actually step up. That's what I was hoping. But I don't know if Lance is going to get there because he is he's the athlete I want at quarterback. He's athletic, but he's also a thrower. He's not like Lamar Jackson where he's just like a runner. So that's my own thoughts personally. Yeah. So, well, I mean, all right, Rose. Think, Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I, I'm, I don't mean to take too much of your time. No, it's fine. It's fine. Well, I do think one more thing before I do leave, like leave, leave. Sure. But, uh, I mean, if we are going to get like a – like a hit or miss type of quarterback in the later rounds, if the Steelers feel like it, maybe a compensa- compensatory. I can't say it. compensatory. Compensatory pick, right? Uh, I mean, Jamie Newman would sound great to me. Well, here's my thing: if you want a mid round quarterback, you have one in Mason Rudolph already, and he already knows the system. Like, just give him a a bland second contract. If you want to take a gamble on someone, you already have that Dwayne Haskins. To me, if you're going to get a quarterback in this draft, don't waste a pick, even if it's a comp pick at all. You know, they don't waste a pick on a mid-round, another mid-round quarterback. Take what you have and see what you have. That's what I would say. But I understand what you're saying. There are some quarterbacks out. Like some people throw down Kyle Trask. Like, I'm not Ooh, a Kyle Trask no, like at all, um, personally, but that's just me. So, um, yeah, but good questions. Thanks, Rose. We appreciate it. All right, it. thank you. See you, man. You too. All right, let's see. We got some requests coming here. Tyler, what's up? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, man. Big fan of the show. Um, just had a quick question. Um, it seems like to me that the national media, you know, really has a bad opinion of the of the Steelers, which, you know, the way they ended, I can see that. But it's like you've said multiple times, you know, they did start 11-0. Um, so my question is, with Ben coming back, what do you think this team needs to do to give itself, you know, the best shot to, to try and get their last Super Bowl with Ben? What, what do you think the most important next step is? Huh. It's got to be the offensive line because I think that defensively, let's say they, even if they lose someone like Hilton or Sutton, they're still going to be pretty good. You're going to lose Bud Dupree, but Highsmith looked pretty darn good as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those situations where I think it has to be the offensive line because if they can develop a running game, like think about all the quarterbacks that have had success later in their career. But think about Peyton Manning when he won in Denver. What did he have? He had a good running game. You know, he yeah. wasn't he wasn't winning games with his arm. He was relying on his defense, and he was not turning the ball over at ridiculous clips. And if Roethlisberger can get that same type of, you know, guarantee of having a running game, well, that'll be huge. So when you look at the offensive line next year, if they sign Zach Banner as your left – is Zach Banner your left tackle? Do they move Chooks of for over there? I love Dotson. I think Dotson's an upgrade yeah, over Filer. Absolutely. And then – I think, you know, if DeCastro was banged up last year, if he can be healthy, if you can just find a center, even if it's a, a veteran that's out there that maybe has one or two years left, and a lot of people kind of poo-poo that idea, let's not forget Jeff Hardings. Jeff Hardings was that, that guy. He had been with Detroit his whole career, came to Pittsburgh, played for several years, and won a Super Bowl in 2005 with him. So you can find those players out there, and they're not going to cost you a ton of money. If they can shore up the offensive line and then hit on some draft picks, I think they'll be just fine because we know they can draft receivers. And so I do expect them to take a receiver. Uh, But I think that if Roethlisberger – and let's be honest, Roethlisberger does give them the best chance to win. He does. Yep. So that's that's my – that's me personally. What do you think? You know, I I kind of feel the same. You know, get a good center. And the way, you know, they always draft seems to be, for the most part, best available uh, person, not necessarily the position. So – I guess it just depends, you know, who's available in that first round. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, maybe taking a center than trying to grab a, a good running back, you know, either in second or third round. I feel like you're always going to, you know, Le'Veon Bell, you're always going to be able yeah. to find a, a good second, third round running back. And I guess a lot of it, you know, depends on what they do in free agency. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they look to get a running back, depending on how their cap room's looking. But, um, yeah, if I think, you know, like you said, Ben gives them the best shot right now. You know, I think uh, they can kind of get a good line built up around him and just get a couple more pieces to uh, solidify that offensive line, get a good run game going. You know, he, he did do a lot of good things in those first 11 games. You know, we're kind of stuck with the taste after the the last five games or so, but you know, I think they got a lot of still a lot of talent with all their free agents that could possibly possibly leave, but I think they've got a lot of good talent on this team right now. There are a lot of good young players. I really liked, you know, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. So Maybe they can, you know, like you said, get a good run game and maybe just add one more uh, surefire wide receiver and defense should be solid. So it should be a pretty uh, solid team next year if they can add a couple more pieces. 
Well, and let's also remember, let's celebrate the fact that Matt or that Matt Canada is now the offensive coordinator. And I don't, I know we Thank haven't goodness. seen it, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet, but it's already better than Randy Feetner. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> one, one more question, man. I'll sure. let you go. I really appreciate your time. Um, do Do you feel like Ben with with uh, Matt being the new offensive coordinator? Do you think he'll be a little more, you know, open to his schemes and his ideas, or do you think he's going to kind of just try and stick to what he, he's uh, comfortable at? You know, there was a, there was a time where I would have told you, you know what, Ben's going to just say like, I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z, but I don't think, and this is something that Dave Schofield brought up on the Steelers preview last Thursday. And it was that this is going to be a phased in thing. Like they're not just going to be able to go out and just say, oh, we need all these players. Cause that's what Matt Canada wants. No, they're going to be out. They're going to have to say, we need to just okay. We're going to take a certain number of players that fit his scheme. Now we're going to phase them in, and quarterbacks one of them. So I think this first phase of Matt Canada's transition into his offense, I think Ben's going to be able to do it. I think Ben's going to be able to if he gets enough practice to go through the the pre snap motions that Canada likes to use. He's going to be able to work on the RPOs, and let's also hope that this off season, in terms of mini camps, OTAs. Uh, and training camp is a little bit more normal than what it was last year. You know, last yeah. year mini camps. And all that stuff was virtual, and there was no hands-on football. People often say that that stuff doesn't matter. I disagree. I think it does matter. And yeah. Roethlisberger learning a new system, I think that he'll absolutely – he's going to have to get some time, but I think he can do it. I think he can do it, at least this early phase. Now, where they want to go, I don't think he'd be able to do that, but he's not going to have to worry about that. He won't be in the league. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, thanks for your time a lot. Thanks for your time, Jeff. Good talking to you, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, hooking up, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back here soon. All right, let's get to another speaker request. Josh, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Jeff? How are you? Good. So my first question is, what wide receiver are you guys going to draft this year to turn into a stud? It seems <laughs> like you guys are wide receiver. You over there going all the way back to Heinz Awards, Antonio Holmes, and you know the list goes down the line. So Chase Claypool is obviously a hit. Deontay Johnson, I think, is going to be a guy if he can you know hold on to the ball a bit more, but uh is wide receiver a need if if you guys leave uh if juju leaves in free agency which i expect them to do you know i think that matters a couple things i think it depends on um you know where they value the position in terms of where they would go with it i think they can still get some really good talent and whether we know the second round has been their favorite round to draft uh wide receivers that was where juju was drafted that was where james washington was drafted that's also where chase claypool was drafted but i think they could even find some value in the third or fourth uh, they have other needs. I think the Trump wide receiver, but I also think people forget like Ray Ray McLeod. Okay. Ray Ray McLeod is a guy that did see snaps on offense. Like how do they view him? Do they see him as part of the puzzle? Could he fill in for what Juju Smith Schuster did? Because remember, like I was saying earlier, Juju did not really, in my opinion, light up the room uh, at all. Yeah. He was more of a possession receiver, third down guy. I do think they draft one. I wish I could give you a name, but honestly, I, I, I couldn't even told you who Chase Claypool was last year before they drafted him because I just didn't follow Notre Dame that closely. And I never saw him really as being a guy that they were last year was so weird though, too. They didn't have the pre-draft meetings or anything like that. So you weren't able to really narrow down, but yeah, I think they definitely do take a wide receiver at some point. The question I have is at what point do they actually take one? So I would say guess is third or fourth round. Yeah. Especially in a draft this deep, same thing as last year it was a deep draft. I think they could probably get a key contributor. Um, you mentioned the run game, getting the run game going, and you know, off, off, offensive line could be a place where they upgrade. You know, with Pouncey's uncertainty in his future, um, also Villanueva as well. Do you think that offensive line would be a target in that first round area, or do you think they'd look for everyone's favorite mock right now to them is Najee Harris? Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I think he'd be a good fit. He is coming with a little bit more tread on his tires than, than most running backs have come out. Josh Jacobs, uh, Derrick Henry, um, yeah. you know, you know those guys to say. Uh, do you think that – would you prioritize getting a stud running back like that with a cost-controlled option fifth year, um, knowing that the Steelers don't like to pay running backs for the most part? Or would you rather get them in an offensive line? And then the second part of that question, too, is – Looking towards the future, where this could be Ben Roethlisberger's last year, if Mac Jones somehow slips down to the Steelers, or maybe even a Kyle Trask or David Mills in the second round, would you be okay with them drafting the quarterback for the future uh, that high this year? Or are you all in for a Super Bowl? Well, let me ask you, let me answer your first question with a question. And that is, do you think that even the best running back in the NFL could run behind the Steelers' offensive line right now? 
they they need some help. They they but, I mean, need injuries, some help, right? Injuries, as you mentioned, the cast shown injuries did play a part last year to that. Yes, but, I agree. Yeah, they definitely need some help. But you know, you're looking at one tackle on the team right now that's under contract. That's Chuksakor for. That's it. Like we assume Zach Banner's coming back, but that's not a guarantee right now. You know, Gerald Hawkins, even the guy that they brought in to be that third uh, flex, you know, the, the former Zach Banner role. I just don't like, I honestly think that Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland could be a really good one two punch at running back, but no one's going to be effective if they can't block. How many times, and I remember a buddy of mine who's not even a Steeler fan, he's a Dolphins fan, was watching the Steelers and he sent me a text saying, how, why am I seeing the Steelers? Is this the Pittsburgh Steelers throwing the ball on third and fourth and short? Like, what is going on? Like, what happened to the ground and pound lineup, knock National you back? Football. Exactly. And it's gone because they don't have that type of offensive line anymore. I think that this offensive line, and we're seeing it being phased out, was built to block for Le'Veon Bell and his patience and his ability to have vision that is so, yeah. was so ridiculously good. He could find the hole, make the cut, and he was gone. They just had to hold their player up for a second or two, and he would do the rest. Well, that doesn't work with every back because Le'Veon Bell in his prime, we're talking 2014, 2015, he was a unique beast. I mean, you don't find those type of players every day. But I do think they need to add to the running back room, but I think for sure you have to go offensive line first because you got to get the horses up front, not only to block for Ben and keep him clean, but also to open up some lanes, you need to have some balance more so than they had last year. Now, the second part about what I like them to go after a, I will call him a second tier quarterback, whether it's a Trask or someone like that. I don't think Mac Jones is a first round talent anyways, although a lot of people disagree with me now. Um, I would, I would say if you're not going to go up and be aggressive and get a top tier guy like a Trey Lance or a fields, if he falls to 10 or 11, then just don't do it. Go with Mason Rudolph if you have to get a, give him a contract. And, and you have Dwayne Haskins as well. You see what you have there. But yeah. I, the scary thing is, is that the 2022 quarterback class is not that, is not that excitable. We'll put it that no. way. And so you have to Mac ask. Mac Jones well, would be, yeah, he, <laughs> Jones he would would be an exciting prospect for next year. For exactly. So it, it's going to be interesting. And if the free agents, it's, it's, if a quarterback's a free agent, then are they really a starting quarterback in the NFL? And the answer to that is no. Because if you have a starting quarterback, you're not going to let him go for, for whatever reason. So um, that's, now, those are just my thoughts. Do you think they could revisit Jameis Winston? I know there uh, was some discrepancy about whether he was actually offered a contract last year or not. Um, I tend to believe that he probably was. Do you think that Jameis Winston would be a guy they would revisit? Because the guy has all the physical tools. It's just the decision-making part. And he sat behind Drew Brees for a year, maybe a year behind Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, pay him a little bit more. Uh, do you think that would be a consideration for you guys? It could be. I'd rather – they. Uh, to me, they have like Jameis Winston 2.0 except more mobile and Dwayne Haskins on the roster. So I'd say you got him for $850,000 this year – no guaranteed money. So if you're going to do anything, roll with him. See what he can do. That, like, that's what I would like to yeah. see them do. Let's see what this. Let's see what this guy. If he is a diamond in rough, if the Steelers outsmarted every other team in the National Football League, they let him clear waivers. He goes and visits Carolina. Carolina says thanks, but no thanks. Pittsburgh says, "Come on in, we'll bring you in." If they can find a place for him and he can be a starter, my gosh, that would be a story. So I think that you know. What's the upside of like, Winston turns the ball over at a ridiculous clip? Now, we haven't seen him as much. I don't mess with that at all. I don't mess with Jameis Winston. I don't mess with Brian Fitzpatrick. Just They can go elsewhere. For me, you have Mason Rudolph. You have Dwayne Haskins. Hopefully, they have a preseason this year, and you see what you have. And you can kind of build up what you're going to do after that. But that's just my personal opinion. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me up. No problem. For the time. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, let's get to the next speaker. Billy Joe's back. What's up, Billy Joe? You have a question? Uh, yes. Uh, back to the uh, uh, running back in the O line. Um, if we did, you know, upgrade the O line, do you think we really need to get a running back, or should we just try to keep James Conner and see what he does for another year? Well, I don't know if James Conner is going to want to come back. If they get the offensive line, I feel like, and I just said this uh, to the last caller, that 
if you can have Anthony McFarland and Benny Snell Jr., I think they would be a good one-two punch, and you, you can use them in accordance uh, based on their skill set. And Anthony McFarland does have a history with Matt Canada, too. Keep that in mind. But I also think that they could probably get a free agent, maybe someone like Marlon Mack of the Indianapolis Colts, who's coming off an Achilles tear, but he should be fully healed. Might not be a lot of interest based on the salary cap. If you could get him on the cheap and add him to the room, I think that would be an awesome addition. Um, and that's something that a lot of uh, – we've talked about that a lot on Behind the Steel Curtain. But I think it all starts with the offensive line. Like You have to get the offensive line shored up. That's so important. So Yo, exactly. that's just my thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I got cut off last time. So I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity – to uh, speak to you and talk talk Steelers. I listen to you guys every the next day morning because yeah. I'm up super early. I get out of the gym and, and uh, so I listen to you guys' podcast the next day. That's awesome. So we appreciate it. Well, I will. Uh, I appreciate it. And I will uh, listen to your next podcast. Yeah, man, and hopefully you join me on Tuesday for the live mailbag. That'd be awesome. All right, thank you. All right, see you, man. All right, so that about does it for me. It's been a great – I'm glad some people finally joined. So hopefully this kind of creates some steam, some momentum. Hopefully you all will join me on Tuesday. Go to – if you're an iOS user, sadly it's not for Android yet. and There's no web uh, development going on. They're getting it, but it's not ready yet. If you're an iOS user, get the um, Locker Room app. Follow me at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. And – Get ready. Let's ride live. First one in the books. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.